If you're looking for Pokemon style Etsy items, Pokemon Pop figures, and so much more, check out the PokeDepartmentStore.com. That's P-O-K-E-D-E-P-S-T-O-R-E.com for all your Pokemon needs. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What is up, everyone? It's me, the Pokemon Cave. Running solo again tonight, unfortunately. but. We'll keep this nice and short for you. So first off, we have two stories. One is going to be about good old PokeRev, uh, who, again, stumbled upon some very, very interesting Walgreens packs uh, from good old MJ Holdings. We all know how scammy these guys are, right? Uh, so, you know, keep, keep that in mind. Uh, the story that I'm about to tell you about, you may have actually seen him open these on his YouTube channel. If you haven't, go check it out. Uh, I mean, it's it's cringeworthy. Another story that we're going to be looking at is what the return of Pokemon EX means for the TCG. So, stay tuned. So first up, YouTuber PokeRev blasts deceptive Pokemon card packs at Walgreens. For years, retailers like Walgreens, Target, and Walmart have stocked various non-official Pokemon TCG packs, usually labeled Mystery Pack or Mystery Cube. Uh, they rose in popularity in 2020 after the likes of Logan Paul and others captivated the TCG popularity. Mm, yeah, unfortunately. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't put it to the likes of Logan Paul. I mean, I personally dislike that guy with a passion. Um... I mean, he did it for his own clout. He did because I, I think he was honestly bored and was looking for a new way to make money. Throughout the shelves of Target, Walgreens, Walmart, and more, Pokemon cards have almost entirely been stocked by the distributor by the name of MJ Holdings. Uh, the distributor collects random cards and packages them as mystery packs. So PokeRev decided to buy 20 of them just to see how much they were really worth. After getting about 15 packs in and only having two decent pulls, and keep this in mind, the two decent pulls were like a couple dollars each for the card. Nowhere near the $20 that he paid for the packs, um, which I think actually in retail, they retail for somewhere around $10. So these packs that he were pulling, the packs on average were three to four dollars. Um, I think at one point it was a six dollar pack, so still very shy of the ten dollar retail value. And again, the pulls that he was getting were like a buck maximum. I think he got like a three dollar card, maybe a two dollar card. Um, but you really can't judge what you pull in the pack based on the value of or the retail value of these. Uh, merchandise because in all in all honesty you don't know what's inside each of these packs you're basing the retail value on the pack itself so if you're paying ten dollars retail us which i mean i've seen them in my walmart here in collingwood ontario 
going for far more, closer to $20. I think they're $19.99 up here. So $19.99 Canadian or $10 US for a $3 to $5 pack, depending on if you're in Canada or the US. I mean, that's not worth it. Regardless of what you pull in these packs, they are really, really not worth it. So again, after only pulling a couple decent uh, pulls out of the packs, he said, and I quote, pretty much at this point of saying, don't buy these. I'll give this a rating. I'll open all 20 packs, but I don't see anything happening at all. Scammy, very scammy. Uh, he goes on to say, it would be one thing if there were a possibility of getting a vintage pack or if they were more transparent about what you could get, but they're not, he added. Everything about this to me screams avoid at all costs, as he finished. Needless to say, PokeRev strongly believes that you're better off shying away from buying these quote-unquote mystery packs as the odds of finding anything that exceeds the value of the pack itself. Meaning, uh, I mean, well, that, yeah, okay. So, sure, you could get a $3 pack. I, I mean, the chances of pulling something really, really valuable, I mean, yeah, there is a chance, right? Uh, it, it literally all depends. Uh, so, I mean, ch the chances, I mean, those are really, really some chances. But, again, there is a possibility. Am I saying go out there and spend $10 US or $20 Canadian for a 3 to $5 pack for the hopes of pulling something good? Uh, absolutely not. I mean, I see these at Walmart and I laugh. Um, I mean, hell, I, I'm seeing people actually... Not personally seeing people, but I've seen the open packs. People are ripping open these mystery packs in hopes of trying to find like a vintage pack, quote unquote, in the aisle of Walmart. So it's like, I mean, you're ripping open a 10, uh, 10 to $20 product for a $3 pack for crying out loud and then trying to steal that or in hopes of getting a, what, a base set pack? Like, I mean, come on, you're not going to get a base set pack for $10 US. Or $20 Canadian. There is no way in heck that that's happening. And finally, what the return of Pokemon EX means to the TCG community. So one of the best parts of attending the Pokemon World Championships every year is getting to see what's in store for Pokemon in the future. There are new video game announcements with Scarlet and Violet, so close, but I'm always excited to see what the new merchandise in the Pokemon, or the new mechanic, I should say, sorry, in the Pokemon TCG is. At previous World Championships, Pokemon GX, Ultra Beast Pokemon, Tag Team GX Pokemon, and Pokemon VMAX were revealed. At the most recent championship, though, it was revealed that Pokemon EX, the lowercase EX, were going to return to the TCG. However, instead of it being like the Pokemon Capital EX from the Black and White era sets, uh, where they were all basic Pokemon, these Pokemon EX mirror the first time multi-prize Pokemon appeared in the TCG in that they are evolving or evolution Pokemon. So this is incredible, incredibly exciting news. The Ruby and Sapphire era and the early Sun and Moon era of the Pokemon TCG are remembered very fondly because they heavily featured evolution as a part of their me metagame. While now a stage 2 Pokemon needs to be absurdly powerful to be playable, think of Inteleon Sword and Shield, uh, the 2017 and 2018 formats saw multiple Stage 2 Pokemon at the forefront of the metagame. Even some regular Stage 2 Pokemon, we saw Decidueye, Metagross, 
Gardevoir, Gallade, Zorark, Solo Galio, and Vicavolt, and many more. At one point in late 2018, a deck with three Stage 2 Pokemon won a North American Regional Championship, and it could attack with all three of them. The majority of the TCG players I know really enjoy evolution as a mechanic. Having to involve your Pokemon up into their Stage 2 forms makes for incredibly engaging gameplay. Significantly increases the number of turns in each game, and as a neat side effect can reduce the high emphasis on winning the opening coin flip and choosing to go first. One of the main reasons the Gym Leader Challenge format has taken off around the world is because the singleton nature of the format requires many decks to play multiple Stage 2 lines. This isn't to say that a format needs to be heavily featured Stage 2 Pokemon to be good, but that's a topic for a different article. The engaging gameplay also happens with Pokemon EX that evolve. The most common complaint about the Sword and Shield era of the TCG has been how crippling it can be to go second and have your only evolving Pokemon be gusted into the active position and knocked out. While this can still happen with the EX, the fact that the pre-evolved Pokemon only gives up a single prize card makes this play pattern way less crippling. So there's going to be big winners from the reintroduce of the EX format. Unfortunately, only looking at the future with the lens of the present, the Scarlet and Violet sets have barely been revealed yet. All we know are snippets of some cards and how the Pokemon EX mechanic functions. However, we do know that cards from the Sword and Shield sets we keep going into new generations, and based on past sets, we can garner a feel for which cards will become more popular in the future. The Sword and Shield sets feature a lot of powerful cards which echo older, incredibly powerful cards. So I'm sure they will continue to be relevant even after Scarlet and Violet. When evolving, multi-prize Pokemon last existed in Standard. Uh, the format was dominated by decks which were able to utilize draw engines as well. Back then, these mostly consisted of the Octillery, Zoark, and Gallade uh, decks, which were unable to use these cards. Uh, which were unable to use these cards would either have to be adapted or incorporated them or would be phased out of relevance at the top tables. There are similar cards which, which exist in our current standard format, with Bibarel being the biggest consistency card which will survive the standard rotation. Uh, it will also occur before the release of these Scarlet and Violet sets early next year. While there are some incredibly powerful cards like Scoop Up Net, Inteleon, Drizzle, and Crobat V, which are currently legal, they are from early Sword and Shield sets and thus will rotate early next year. So unfortunately, they may become illegal use. We never know, right? Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. 
acast. Uh, setup support cards were also very common in Sun and Moon formats, with Bridget being the main one, which stood out. While we currently have Gloria, which fills a similar role, unfortunately the rules have changed since Sun and Moon, and we can no longer play supporter cards on the very first turn of the game. It will be interesting to see how fast the format will become with uh, Pokemon EX. Because in the right circumstances, Lumion V and Gloria might be viable engines even without being able to play Gloria on turn one. However, I still think that the Gloria is weaker than just playing the battle VIP pass like we do now. Uh, they've mentioned that both Sun and Moon era and Ruby and Sapphire era feature similar mechanics, but only Ruby and Sapphire properly featured the Pokemon EX mechanic in the past. Sun and Moon had Pokemon GX, as well as some remaining Pokemon EX, the capital E and X, from the X and Y format but the GX move mechanic being incredibly impactful as to how games played out. However, I still believe that the Scarlet and Violet formats will be more similar in gameplay to the Sun and Moon than they will be to the Ruby and Sapphire era. Uh, this is because of the significant power creep the Pokemon TCG has experienced in the past several years, which has only become more and more noticeable with recent, recent expansions. I mean, yeah, you're you're seeing these Pokemon with like 300 health and everything like they they're almost unstoppable and they go on to say that the health point numbers on these three spectacular Gardevoir cards have skyrocketed between each iteration and things don't show any signs of stopping when we got a particular uh, when we got a partial reveal of pokemon ex at the world championships we could see that the basic mimikyu ex has 190 health the lucario ex has 250 and the Magnezone EX has 330. I mean, that is almost a unstoppable card, unless you can somehow mimic it with your own deck. So far, the only Pokemon to naturally have over 300 has given up three prize cards. So to have a Magnezone EX only give up two is groundbreaking. Unfortunately, we don't know how much damage Pokemon EX attacks will do or how aggressively accosted they will, they will be. Sorry. But I can only hope that a format featuring two or three hit knockout emerges. The formats which I have come to dislike the most are the ones which have most Pokemon being knocked out in only one attack. I mean, yeah, but it's fun when you can KO your, your opponent in one hit. Uh, I mean, that really makes them think that they should reimagine their deck. <laughs> It makes for repetitive gameplay as the player who gets a lead in the game will usually end up snowballing this lead into a victory. Not necessarily. Uh, in fact, my daughter and I had a match just like that. Uh, I started off just one one shot in her. KO, 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 KO. Uh, got down to the point where I had like two prize cards left. And then somehow, just from the miraculous ways of the pokey gods, she spun around and started one hitting me and snowballed it right down to the to the point where she only had one prize card left and i think i think i ended up winning that match but just barely from the, like the skin of my butt uh so i mean you never really know i mean yes but come on i mean pokemon battles can go either way uh they go on to say that this also relates to another big announcement which was made alongside pokemon ex 
that the Scarlet and Violet series of the TCG would heavily feature comebacks. While we have had comebacks present in past Pokemon TCG formats, to their knowledge, they have never been center stage of a whole design philosophy. With comebacks being positioned as a main theme for new expansions, the way the format will shape up will be incredibly interesting. While I have no idea what any of the new cards will look like, I suspect the theme of comebacks may have something to do with the new terrestrial phenomenon. I, I mean, probably. I mean, I, I can see a set being featured with the terrestrial phenomenon. Uh, it's featured in the new games when it happens to a Pokemon. That Pokemon takes on a crystallization nature and then changes its type. Interestingly, the new Pokemon EX logo has a similar crystal look to it. Hmm. This, along with the lead designer, specifically brings up comebacks as a main focus to the TCG. Having gone me theorizing as to how terrestrial phenomenon might be conveyed in card form. The one, one way this could happen would be through a tool card, which changes the attached Pokemon's type to match the weakness of the opposing to Pokemon if the user is behind on prize cards. While a lot of players really dislike the polarization nature of weakness in the TCG, it is one of the defining features of Pokemon which sets it apart from other card games, such as Magic and others. Something similar to this tool idea did exist in the past with Sylvie Sylv uh, GX and Type Memories, which would change the type of the attached Sylvie GX to whatever memory was attached. Uh, and they go on to, they show two training cards here, uh, Water Memory and Fighting Memory. Uh, this interpretation of terrestrial phenomenon seems quite likely, but I could be very easily wrong, and it could end up being something completely different. Type changing effects in the TCG aren't used very often and struggle to be competitively viable because it has been rare to multiple competitive decks to share a weakness. It would be really interesting to see a type changing effect also change the weakness and resistance of the Pokemon. This would lead to really complex gameplay and also prevent blowouts due to two times weakness occurring. Regardless of the way the Pokemon company decides to implement terrestrial phenomenon into the TCG, uh, I'm excited to see what ends up happening and how it interacts with the game mechanics. Overall, I'm really excited to see the reintroduction of Pokemon EX. I mean, uh, God, so am I. I mean, I played a deck or actually, I played two, yeah, two of the three decks, because the third one just really didn't make sense, uh, from back in 2016. And I believe those ones had EX? EX or GX? I think EX cards. And, I mean, they're amazing, amazing cards. Like, uh, just, you know, attack, and then it automatically goes right back into your hand. And it's just, it's amazing how you can just throw the card down, attack, get the heck out of there, put it back down, attack, get the heck out of there. And it's just, you know, you throw up a couple, you know, more defensive Pokemon that just kind of take the, the, the buffer between putting it down and, and all that stuff. So it's kind of cool. Uh, some of the favorite formats have been from the early Sun and Moon era when several stage two Pokemon were viable. Uh, they can't wait to receive old copies of rare candy and play some fun and through proving games of thought proving games of pokemon i mean yeah <laughs> i mean it's going to be really really awesome um i i honestly i can't wait this is going to be a amazing era of pokemon 
And I, honestly, I can't, I can't wait to see what happens with regionals. Or actually, well, I guess it'd be more nationals, maybe. Uh, but more importantly, world championships uh, for the TCG. Uh, I mean, this could be a whole new era to how these guys, guys and girls, sorry, uh, play the game. And with that, we say goodnight on another episode of Pokemon Cave. Uh, thank you so much for listening, for interacting for downloads, everything. It's It's been amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. And happy Halloween for everyone who uh, will be celebrating Halloween. Uh, that's tomorrow, actually. Uh, today is currently the 30th. So I think this is coming out on the 31st, actually, on Halloween Day. So happy Halloween. Uh, I know I'll be taking my two kids out as long as they're feeling better. Um, we had a little bit of a, hopefully it's a 24-hour bug, but you never know with young kids. A uh, bit of uh, up trucking, unfortunately. So it's been a fun, fun day. Uh, I'm about ready for bed and to close the books on tonight. With that being said, everyone, have a good night. Happy Halloween and happy November. Take care. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.